Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, June 28th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there will be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Korah. Numbers 16, 31-40 And Moses said to Korah, Tomorrow you and all your company appear before Hashem, you and they and Aaron. Each of you take his firepan and lay incense on it, and each of you bring his firepan before Hashem, 250 firepans. You and Aaron also bring your firepans. Each of them took his firepan, put fire in it, laid incense on it, and took his place at the entrance of the tent of meeting, as did Moses and Aaron. Korah gathered the whole community against them at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Then the presence of Hashem appeared to the whole community, and Hashem spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Stand back from this community, that I may annihilate them in an instant. But they fell on their faces and said, O Hashem, source of the breath of all flesh, when one man sins, will you be wrathful with the whole community? Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the community and say, Withdraw from the abodes of Korah and Dathan and Abiram. Moses rose and went to Dathan and Abiram, the elders of Israel, following him. He addressed the community, saying, Move away from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing that belongs to them, lest you be wiped out for all their sins. So they withdrew from about the abodes of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. 
Now Dathan and Abiram had come out, and they stood at the entrance of their tents, with their wives, their children, and their little ones. And Moses said, By this you shall know that it was Hashem who sent me to do all these things, that they are not of my own devising. If these men die, as all men do, if their lot be the common fate of all mankind, it was not Hashem who sent me. But if Hashem brings about something unheard of, so that the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into Sheol, you shall know that these men have spurned Hashem. Scarcely had he finished speaking all these words, when the ground under them burst asunder, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with all their households, all Korah's people, and all their possessions. They went down alive into Sheol with all that belonged to them. The earth closed over them, and they vanished from the midst of the congregation. All Israel around them fled at their shrieks, for they said, The earth might swallow us. And a fire went from forth from Hashem and consumed the two hundred and fifty men offering the incense. Second Kings thirteen one to fourteen twenty nine. In the twenty third year of King Joash, son of Akazyahu of Yehuda, Jehoaz, son of Jehu, became king over Israel in Shomron for seventeen years. He did what was displeasing to Hashem. He persisted in the sins which Jehoram, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. He did not depart from them. Hashem was angry with Israel. He repeatedly delivered them into the hands of King Hazael of Aram and into the hands of Ben-Hadad, son of Haziel. But Jehoaz pleaded with Hashem, and Hashem listened to him, for he saw the suffering that the king of Aram inflicted upon Israel. So Hashem granted Israel a deliverer, and they gained their freedom from Aram, and Israel dwelt in its homes as before. However, they did not depart from the sins which the house of Jehoram had caused Israel to commit. They persisted in them. Even the sacred post stood in Shomron. In fact, Jehoaz was left with a force of only fifty horsemen, ten chariots, and ten thousand foot soldiers. For the king of Aram had decimated them and trampled them like the dust under his feet. The other events of Jehoaz's reign and all his actions and his exploits are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. Jehoaz slept with his fathers, and he was buried in Shomron. His son Joash succeeded him as king. In the thirty-seventh year of King Joash of Yehudah, Jehoaz, son of Jehoaz, became king of Israel in Shomron. For sixteen years, he did what was displeasing to Hashem. He did not depart from any of the sins which Jehoram, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. He persisted in them. The other events of Joash's reign and all his actions and his exploits in his war with King Amatiah of Yehudah are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. Joash slept with his fathers, and Jehoram occupied his throne. Joash was buried in Shomron with the kings of Israel. Elisha had been stricken with the illness of which he was to die, and King Joash of Israel went down to see him. He wept over him and cried, Father, Father, Israel's chariots and horsemen. Elisha said to him, Get a bow and arrow. And he brought him a bow and arrows. And then he said to the king of Israel, Grasp the bow. 
And when he had grasped it, Elisha put his hands over the king's hands. Open the window toward the east, he said, and he opened it. Elisha said, Shoot, and he shot. Then he said, An arrow of victory for Hashem, an arrow of victory over Aram. You shall rout Aram completely at Aphek. He said, Now pick up the arrows, and he picked them up. Strike the ground, he said to the king of Israel, and he struck three times and stopped. The man of Hashem was angry with him and said to him, If only you had struck five or six times, then you would have annihilated Aram. As it is, you shall defeat Aram only three times. Elisha died and was buried. Now bands of Moabites used to invade the land at the coming of every year. Once a man was being buried when the people caught sight of such a band, so they threw the corpse into Elisha's grave and made off. When the dead man came in contact with Elisha's bones, he came to life and stood up. King Hazael of Aram had oppressed the Israelites throughout the reign of Jehoahaz. But Hashem was gracious and merciful to them, and he turned back to them for the sake of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He refrained from destroying them, and he still did not cast them out from his presence. When King Hazael of Aram died, his son Ben-Hadad succeeded him as king. And then Jehoash, son of Jehoachaz, recovered from Ben-Hadad, son of Hazael, the towns which had been taken from his father Jehoahaz in war. Three times Joash defeated him, and he recovered the towns of Israel. In the second year of King Joash, son of Jehoaz of Israel, Amatias, son of King Joash of Yehudah, became king. He was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoaddon of Jerusalem. He did what was pleasing to Hashem, but not like his ancestor David. He did just as his father Joash had done. However, the shrines were not removed. The people continued to sacrifice and make offerings at the shrines. Once he had the kingdom firmly in his grasp, he put to death the courtiers who had assassinated his father the king. But he did not put to death the children of the assassins, in accordance with what is written in the book of the teaching of Moses, where Hashem commanded, Parents shall not be put to death for children, nor children be put to death for parents. A person shall be put to death only for his own crime. He defeated ten thousand Edomites in the Valley of Salt, and he captured Selah in battle and renamed it Jokthiel, as is still the case. Then Amatya sent envoys to King Jehoash, son of Jehoachaz, son of Jehu of Israel, with this message, Come, let us confront each other. King Jehoash of Israel sent back this message to King Amatya of Yehuda. The thistle in Lebanon sent this message to the cedar in Lebanon. Give your daughter to my son in marriage. But a wild beast in Lebanon went by and trampled down the thistle. Because you have defeated Edom, you have become arrogant. Stay home and enjoy your glory, rather than provoke disaster and fall, dragging Yehuda down with you. But Amatya paid no heed. So King Jehoash of Israel advanced, and he and King Amatya of Yehuda confronted each other at Bet Shemesh in Yehuda. The Judites were routed by Israel, and they all fled to their homes. 
King Jehoash of Israel captured King Amatzia, son of Jehoash, son of Akazyahu of Yehuda, at Bet Shemesh. He marched on Jerusalem, and he made a breach of four hundred amot in the wall of Jerusalem, from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. He carried off all the gold and silver and all the vessels that were there in the house of Hashem and in the treasuries of the royal palace, as well as hostages, and he returned to Shomron. The other events of Jehoahash's reign and all his actions and exploits and his war with King Amatzia of Yehuda are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. Jehoash slept with his fathers and was buried in Shomron with the kings of Israel. His son Jehoram succeeded him as king. King Amatzia, son of Joash of Yehuda, lived fifteen years after the death of King Jehoash, son of Jehoachaz of Israel. The other events of Amatzia's reign are recorded in the annals of the kings of Yehuda. A conspiracy was formed against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But they sent men after him to Lachish, and they killed him there. They brought back his body on horses, and he was buried with his fathers in Jerusalem, in the city of David. Then all the people of Yehuda took Azariah, who was sixteen years old, and proclaimed him king to succeed his father Amatia. It was he who rebuilt Elat and restored it to Yehuda after King Amatia slept with his fathers. In the fifteenth year of King Amatia, son of Joash of Yehuda, King Jehoram, son of Joash of Israel, became king in Shomron for forty-one years. He did what was displeasing to Hashem. He did not depart from all the sins that Jehoram, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. It was he who restored the territory of Israel from Lebo Hamath to the Sea of the Arabah, in accordance with the promise that Hashem, the God of Israel, had made through his servant, the Navi Jonah, son of Amitya, from Gath-Hefer. For Hashem saw the very bitter plight of Israel, with neither bond nor free left, and with none to help Israel. And Hashem resolved not to blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, and he delivered them through Jehoram, son of Joash. The other events of Jehoram's reign and all his actions and exploits, how he fought and recovered Damascus and Hamath for Yehuda and Israel, are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. Jehoram slept with his fathers, the kings of Israel, and his son Zechariah succeeded him as king. Acts 18.23-19.12 And after he, Paul, had spent some time there, he departed and went over all the country of Galatia and Phrygia in order, strengthening all the disciples. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the Scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the Spirit, he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much, 
which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly showing by the Scriptures that Yeshua was Christ. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coasts, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said to them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said to him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said to them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Yeshua. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Yeshua. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about twelve. And he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. But when divers were hardened and believed not, but spoke evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus. And this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Yeshua, both Jews and Greeks. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought to the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Psalm 146, 1-10 Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goes forth, he returns to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keeps truth for ever, which executes judgment for the oppressed, which gives food to the hungry. The Lord looses the prisoners, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind, the Lord raises them that are bowed down, the Lord loves the righteous, the Lord preserves the strangers, he relieves the fatherless and the widow but the way of the wicked he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even your God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs 18, 2 and 3 A fool has no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked comes, then comes also contempt, and with ignominy reproach. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Emmanuel, sung by Joshua Aaron.
peace on earth, goodwill to all men, here with the angels we sing. And as he reigns from above, may he reign in our hearts, our sovereign Lord and King. Adonai, wish 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>